you in so-called midlife and found yourself suddenly single after probably years of marriage and you're absolutely shitting it? Maybe you're on a divorce downer and have zero idea how the fuck to move on. Or you know how to in theory, but it's just not happening. If that's you, you're in the right place. This is the Divorce Chapter podcast, where we turn the unexpected divorce plot twist into a new and improved happily ever after. I'm Sarah Elizabeth, divorce coach and mentor, and I'm with you on this mission to rewrite our stories and make this next chapter the best goddamn one yet. Hello, thank you so very much for coming back, you beautiful human you. I am uber grateful, especially after last week. And I just want to apologise again for the hugely waffly episode that was even more waffly than usual, although it still didn't end up that long an episode, despite my waffle, which is weird, but anyway... I did listen to it back, you know, because it's still early days for the podcast and all that. And I'm trying to hear it back as you listen to it so that I can learn where to get better. And all I can say is sorry for chatting so much shit. If it's any consolation, my Friday email last week was also pretty waffly, but saying little. And it was about money mindsets and not even on the same theme as the pod. I'm totally blaming the full moon. And on my Friday emails, if you didn't know, I send an email out every Friday on a divorce-related subject, usually completely different to the podcast so that it's not too much of the same thing for those lovely angels amongst you who follow both. And if you're not on the email list already, why not? What exactly are you doing with your life? If you head over to one of the links in the show notes for either my free quiz or the free journal prompts or else just head to my website, www.theblossomlifecoach.com, where you should be able to put in your email address so that I can add you. And before I waste 10 minutes chatting more shit, moving on to this week's episode of the Divorce Chapter Podcast. And this week, I wanted to talk about love languages. Now, hold on a mo. Yes, this is a divorce podcast, but bear with a mo. You see, I was having a chat with a friend recently who was talking about some challenges she is having with her partner at the moment that appear to perhaps arise from that he doesn't quite recognise her love language of acts of service. Does he even know one has to ask? But anyway, it got me thinking about this whole love language concept and that we reportedly each have our own primary love language. But what the fuckity fuck are we then supposed to do when we're single? For those of you who haven't heard about the five love languages, these were created by someone called Dr. Gary Chapman, who also wrote a best-selling book on the subject. Basically, he said there are 
five love languages in which predominantly people prefer to express or receive love. So giving, we can do, but taking, when you're single, not so much. So the five are acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time and gifts. Prezzies, we all love a prezzy. Apparently, and there is a funky quiz you can take to determine which love language you are. Not as funky as my quiz on finding a habit to heal from heartbreak mind. But there we go. Still a funky quiz. And this quiz tells us our driving love language of how we like to give and receive love. And I'll try to remember to drop a link to the love language quiz in the show notes in case you're not sure what your love language is, but it's quite easily Googleable. Um, so of course, as always with my overactive brain, it got me thinking about how this can work for us when we are single. Like I know mine is physical touch, but really only with a partner. Like I'm not overly good at random hugs with complete fucking strangers. Like some people at work, well, some stakeholders hug. I mean, what the fuck? Get off me. One event I went to, right, did actually give out wristbands. And if you were wearing one, you were open to hugs from other attendees. If you weren't wearing yours, it was a sign that you're not a hugger. And I think this concept should be spread worldwide for everybody. Guess whether I was wearing a wristband or not. Yep, straight in the mulberry bitches. But physical touch, aside from random strangers, is seemingly my love language according to the quiz. So how can I ensure I get my physical touch needs met whilst being super happy single? So we're obviously going to go with this one first, of as it's mine. And just to set out at the outset, I'm not talking sex or physical intimacy. I mean, I could give you some links for that, some of that shit, if you need it, but we're not here for that on today's episode, at least. Now, the first thing I thought of is a dog. I bloody miss having a dog so much. You'll know if you listen to the first episode, I used to have a gorgeous chocolate lab who I lost in the divorce. And I do think pets are another one who are a bit forgotten in the divorce fallout, but we'll go into that another time. I'd love another dog, but because I rent right now, it's not viable at the moment. But if you are able to get a dog or cat or whatever else you love, especially if it's strokeable, get one because physically stroking an animal is so soothing. I think there's even some research on it that it lowers blood pressure and all that shizzle. So how else if you don't have access to a pet or worse, you're allergic? Oh my God, if you're allergic, I'm so sorry for you. That's that's really sad. Anyway, if you don't have access to a pet, perhaps a massage or a facial or like, you know, like body massages or foot massages, for example, if within the budget, could be really lovely and get your fill of being touched. Even getting a head massage at the hairdressers could cut it. Some of them are really beautiful. 
or have a really luxurious bath with a lush body scrub followed by some butte-smelling body lotion. Do you know, apparently in some areas, they have cuddle parties. And if you've ever heard of the app Meetup, which is platonic, so I'm told, they reportedly have cuddle groups too. I mean, not sure that's for me. But I'm also blessed in having four grandchildren who are mostly cuddlers. Oh, and I saw a thing on the world-renowned research channel that is Instagram that children need hugs to fill their love and energy tank. And so when children cuddle you, they need it to refill. So you should never be the first to let go as they leave when they're ready. I mean, like I'm stopping first with my grandchildren. They're more like, get off me. It's just about trying to be creative. And you know what? It's so important for physical touch, particularly when we're on our own. And there is actually a thing called skin hunger or touch starvation, as it's also called. And that can have a massive impact on our mental health. So this shit is important for us to think about, even if this isn't your primary love language. Okay, next up, acts of service. Now, this is around doing activities to help others out or having people do things for you, which is what my friend liked and her husband is not doing. Anyway, this is probably a bit harder to get done for you when you're single, as it means you kind of have to ask, right? And I'm no expert, but isn't part of the thing about acts of service is that some of it's spontaneous. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. You could also find a friend whose love language is also acts of service as they will love to do things for you too. But it could be argued that by doing things for yourself that make things nicer for you, like making a beautiful bed in the morning, paying to get your shopping delivered, paying to get car washed, shit like that. Even just getting a takeaway delivered to your door. Yes, it might mean a few extra pennies here and there. But if it's about a great feeling of self-love, then it might just be worth it, no? Or if you work in an office or somewhere, if you work anywhere with other people, making a cup of tea for someone else means they're way more likely to make one for you too at the next tea run. It's about thinking how you can help others too. And then quite often people will want to return the favour. And like apparently, like we said, this love language thing is about if that's your love language, that's your way of giving as well as receiving. Could you cook a gorgeous meal for yourself if all else fails? Treat yourself like a bloody queen. Or, you know, when you have a facial, and actually this could probably apply for physical touch too, the way they cleanse your face. All gently and slowly, all around the eyes, you know? Oh, I love that. You can treat yourself. I mean, I don't know about you, but on the day to day, it's a bit quick and rough. And yes, I'm still talking about the facials. <laughs> Seriously, with all of these things, it is about being creative and thinking of ways you can treat yourself with love. So, on to words of affirmation. I mean, I always say I love you to my children and grandchildren so often anyway. And so they say it back, you know, obligated and all that. And I'm much more likely now than I ever used to be to tell my friends how much I love them. But shouldn't your 
first love. Always be yourself. Isn't this one of the biggest challenges in the divorce fallout? Learning to love ourselves again? So hear me out here. If words of affirmation is your bag, why not do some mirror stuff and say positive words of affirmation to yourself? I know, I know it sounds cringe, but listen, affirmations are huge in the self-development world because they do work. But because of limiting beliefs we have about ourselves, we do need to try and believe them. So we need to word them in a way that's believable to our little subconscious brain digging away in the background. And I talked before in the thinking about thinking episode, this is a whole lot about neuroplasticity and reprogramming our minds. And there's also a really good app called I Am, which you can set to send you frequent affirmations to your phone. There's a free version. So at an interval set by you, whether that's hourly, daily or whatever, it will send you an affirmation to remind you. And you can also set it according to if you want self-love affirmations or if you want money affirmations or if you want career affirmations or whatever. So here are a couple to get you going to start off with. I am worthy of loving myself. Because you fucking are, love, before you sit there shouting back at me, shouting back at the podcast. I see you. I can see you. I can sense it. I am responsible for my own happiness and I choose happy. I choose it. That's what I choose. I choose happy. I am enough. I am enough. Even when I'm on my own, I am enough. Or if that doesn't feel good, you can get guided self-love, affirmation, meditation things if you need a little help with thinking about what you could say and what feels a bit believable. But this doesn't also just have to be about love. For example, listen out like when you're out and about or at work or whatever, when someone tells you you've done a good job or when someone praises your hair or your outfit, it all adds up. Mark Twain apparently famously said, I can live for two months on a good compliment. I feel you, Mark. One good way is to start a hype girl kind of note on your phone. Every time someone pays you a compliment, first off, say thank you and not rebuff it. Like if someone says your hair looks amazing, just say thank you. Not, oh, it needs a wash. Or if someone says, what a nice top you're wearing, you just say thank you. Not, oh, it's only from Primark. But then when someone has paid you a compliment and after you've said thank you, mm -hmm, keep a note of them in a hype file, sunshine folder, whatever you want to call it. Keep a record of them so that when you need a bit of a boost, you can check back in and sort of go, oh, yeah, that, that made me feel really good. I've got a picture frame. One of my besties got me saying five things I love about Sarah. Again, be creative, my lovely. Even if it's back to those positive message signs all around the house. On to quality time then. Now, this is about spending good quality time with those who light you up and make you feel good, whether that's family or friends. Or, you know what I'm going to say, spending quality time with yourself. Because, you know, 
we can schedule a date night with ourselves, you know, or go for a gorgeous walk, read a book, journal. We all know I love a journal sesh. Turn your phone off, sit with a nice glass of something watching the sunset. There's honestly so much you can do to spend decent quality time alone and always remembering that alone does not equal lonely. I've told you before, I was lonelier at times in my marriage than I've ever been while single. And you know, I've watched so many couples before, like a dinner or something or on holiday, each completely engrossed in their phone, not even looking at each other, let alone speak. So it's not always about being with people, but when you are with others. Now, remember I talked before about mood hoovers. Think the opposite of them. This is about spending time talking about things you love with people you care about, putting a focus into really fun and or meaningful conversations, sharing experiences with friends and family, holidays even, laughing. Laughter is the best medicine and all that. Giving others your undivided attention also, again, usually means you get it back. And finally, gifts. Now, this can be about buying lovely, thoughtful gifts for friends and family too. I've got one bestie who loves giving thoughtful gifts. It's 100% her love language. And it makes me want to give her really lovely presents back as a result. But just like with words of affirmation, this also applies to buying yourself a gift. You know, I can buy myself flowers and all that as the song goes. I won't sing to you because, you know, just know. Why not order yourself some flowers to be delivered or go on a shopping spree and treat yourself? We're coming up to Christmas, right? I often buy myself a special present because why the fuck not? Or even if you're ordering yourself something anyway online, something you're going to order, something you want to buy regularly. If there's a gift wrap option, fucking tick that bitch. Free gift wrapping and you get to open it, which is far better than fighting with the usual packaging shit. I've got a thing about packaging. Packaging offends me. Buy yourself a nice candle or treat yourself to a coffee or a takeaway. I know I'm talking about buying things again, but... It's worth it. Buy yourself a new book. Again, get it wrapped. Like with all the other love languages, these things do not just apply to romantic relationships. And that's the bit that we need to remember. Just because we are single does not mean we can't get our love language needs met. And I'd love for you to remember that. Oh, yeah. But particularly right now when we're coming up to Christmas, And it can trigger all the feels when we are on our own. I know. And I know it's hard. But like with all of this, my aim for this podcast is to give as much value as I can to try to help you. Actually, I think with this in mind too, I might focus the next episode on Christmas post-divorce as I know this time of year can be extra hard. So remember, just love yourself first and foremost. I'd love for you to let me know too what your love language is and any other ideas for how you can work with this. And when you're not in a romantic relationship, we should be sharing this shit, babes. 
In the meantime, I'm sending you loads and loads and loads of my love to you, whatever your language. And thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this episode of the Divorce Chapter Podcast. If you've enjoyed the episode, please could you do your girl a solid and rate and review the podcast. Wherever you listen, there should be an option to rate and review. And honestly, I can't tell you just how much it helps the podcast algorithm thingamajigs, whatever. And bonus love for me if you share the episode with your friends and on your socials and tag me in it at the divorce chapter. Thank you again so very, very much. I appreciate every single one of you beautiful humans. Have an amazing day.